I sold 500,000. <laughs> like when I sold 300,000, I made 150,000. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody, it's David Allen from makewordspay.com. And we're here with another exciting guest today. And this guy is someone I've been looking forward to talking to because we have a a very strong commonality. We both uh, come from the magic community, the sleight of hand community. Uh, David D., welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of people with that commonality, by the way. (laughs) No, I don't think too many make it out of that rabbit hole. I don't think. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I suck at sleight of hand, so that's why I do mentalism, just so you know. So, (laughs) much, Much more talented than I am uh, when it comes to that, for sure. Well, I heard a, uh, a friend of mine, uh, Paul V. Hill, once say that mentalism is for people who don't like to practice. So uh-huh, That's funny. Not really. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, uh, great to have you on the show. I've uh, been following you. your career for many uh, years from afar uh, as I got into marketing too, and you sort of seemed to have taken the uh, earlier yet same trajectory. And, uh, of course, seen you in a lot of uh, Dan Kennedy products and stuff, which I'm a huge fan of. So let's go back to the very beginning, Dave, uh, maybe even before you were a magician. I don't know how you got into that, and we'll take it all the way up to the present. Yeah, it's an interesting story about the evolution, and um, it's, there's a lot of lessons in it. Uh, so, you know, when I was very, very young, like a lot of kids, I got a little magic set. And by the way, this isn't really, we started out talking about magic, but this isn't about magic. This is really about this. Right. So, and I, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. I, there was no doubt in my mind about it. There was no questioning. If that's what I wanted to do. And now my parents thought that was kind of cute, right? When I was eight, when I was nine, when I was 10. <laughs> but when I got to be 16, 17, 18, they, they no longer thought that was very cute, right? Uh, so they gave me all of the, you know, I have the best parents on the planet. My friends call them Ward and June Cleaver. Uh, for, the, for, for, the, for the really young folks listening to this, go just look up Ward and June Cleaver on YouTube. That's who my parents are. And they wanted the best for me. And they just had no idea about anything about being a magician or being an entertainer. And so I got a lot of negative programming. Uh, you know, you can't do that. Um, it's not practical. You're going to have to get a real job. Uh, all of that, have a backup plan, all of those kind of things. And so I, I went that route. You know, I went to University of Massachusetts, graduated with a degree in communication, got a job in radio, then noticed everyone who was making any money in radio, who were making really all of the money, was not the on-air talent, but rather the salespeople. Mm-hmm. And so I said, hmm, this is interesting. So I got into sales, and I sucked. I was like probably <laughs> one of the world's worst salespeople of all time. And I really didn't want to be doing that. I really wanted to be a performer. Uh, so I eventually quit that job, moved to where I live now in Atlanta, and got a job working for a company called Magic Masters. Right. And Magic, yeah, Magic Ken Fletcher's company is the owner. And Magic Masters is a chain of upscale magic stores that don't cater to magicians, but rather cater to conventioners. So basically, they were in uh, convention hotels where obviously mm-hmm. conventioners would go. And so we would. 
stand up there and we would pitch magic tricks all day long. And so that's where I really started to learn how to sell what I call sell one to many. Sell in front of a group, gather a group of people around, do a demonstration for them, and then close them on the sale. So I did that for a while. I became the uh, the number one salesperson for the company, and then I was made sales manager. And I, now I, I, I don't want you to be jealous about the number I'm about to give you. I'm not <laughs> saying this to impress anybody, okay? Yeah. But as sales manager, being number one in the company, I made a whopping twenty three thousand dollars. Oh yeah, year. nice. Uh, yeah, I I know I know. There's a lot of your listeners right now are going, my God, I cannot wait to hear this guy's secrets to how he could possibly do that. Um, What's really interesting uh, today is when I go out and speak, that's less than a day's pay. Right. And so it's a kind of a neat, it's kind of a neat thing. And so uh, but I, I eventually left that job, I actually got fired for that job because of my entrepreneurial spirit, really, and wanting to open up my own stores. And I did that for a while, but I was still skirting around my real passion, what I really wanted to do. And I, I was felt deep in debt. I was $80,000 in debt. I lost, I got fired from my job. Uh, my wife was pregnant. It was, it was a nightmare. I mean, it was one of those nightmare stories. And I had to make a decision. The decision was, was I going to actually pursue my dream as a performer, really go for it? Or was I going to get a regular job? And I knew if I got in a regular job, that was it, right? I'm not coming yeah. back from it. And so I went to a motivational seminar that came to town uh, in Atlanta, in the Peter Lowe Success Seminars. Maybe some of your listeners will remember those. Yeah, and Zig Ziglar, the late Zig Ziglar was one of the speakers, and I think General Norman Schwarzkopf was the speaker. And and then the last guy in the program was was Dan Kennedy, a guy who (laughs) mentioned. And I had never heard of him before, but um, he was after Schwarzkopf, and so everyone's getting up and leaving. I sat down and I watched. And he was talking about marketing. And then it really hit me right there as I'm sitting in my chair. God, this is the whole secret to the whole game. It doesn't matter what a great entertainer I am if nobody knows about me. If I can't generate leads and I can't close sales, it doesn't matter how good I am. Because as you know, and it's not just in magic, it's in every profession. What they train you on is to get good at your craft. So the lawyer is trained on how to be a good lawyer. The dentist is trained on how to be a good dentist chiropractor, good chiropractor. We're not trained in school about how to run a business, how to market, how to sell, which is the key. Mm -hmm. And so um, a major key shift in my mindset was I went from thinking of myself as a magician to thinking of myself as a marketer of entertainment services. Right. And yeah, with that shift, everything changed because it focused my energy on the correct part of what I should be doing, right, which is marketing. And so I got Dan's course. I started studying that. I implemented it immediately, and I just bought books. And I just – I did massive implementation, right? Right. Massive. Not – by the way, reading and studying is not implementation. A lot of people (laughs) mess that up. They think that they're actually accomplishing something because they finished the book. doesn't matter if you finish the book. It's what you do with the book. It's what you do with the course that makes a difference. Yeah, the information. What a lot of people do is they – yeah, right? They buy the course, right? They get the high from buying the course, and they go and buy the next course, but they never implement anything. I just took math because I had to make this work, right? Yeah. There, no ifs, ands, or buts. This had to work. and no choice. And so I just did massive action. Most of, most of the marketing stuff I created sucked. I mean, sure. but I just did massive stuff. I did everything I possibly could do, everything I could do. And the bottom line is this. I went from doing three shows a month to averaging 25 shows a month in less than 90 days. Boom. Uh, 
Yeah. In my fourth month, I did 57 shows in a month. <laughs> uh, yeah. And by the end of a year, by the end of the year, I had paid off all of my debt. I had bought a new house. I had bought a new car. Everything changed. And I really never looked back. Then what happened was other, I started speaking at seminars, not for magicians, just for business people. And other business people, smart business people, started asking me, well, how did you do it? Because they understood that marketing is marketing and selling is selling. Right. It doesn't, it's all relatively the same. Yep. Right. Regardless of what your business is, you know, you have to generate leads. You got to close sales. You got to get referrals, you got to deliver the service. So it's the same thing. And so I started doing coaching and training and things like that. And today um, I, uh, you know, I run my own business uh, out of my home. I love it. Kicking butt, taking names and uh, helping a lot of people. And my real focus right now is on teaching people how to sell one to many, how right. to do webinars, how to do uh, teleseminars. Just did a teleseminar right before our call with a with a large franchise company, um, and you're like, how how could you do a teleseminar for a mm -hmm. franchise company? Well, I mean, the model was we generated leads, and obviously we're not selling a fifty thousand dollar franchise on 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 a tele on a sixty sure. minute teleseminar, but we had people sign up to for a call, right? right. So we had thirty three people. On and 12 people signed up to get on a call to learn more about buying into the franchise. Nice. So, yeah, and also teaching people how to sell from the stage, right? How to get up on a platform right. in front of a group of people and sell. So, for example, I've trained dentists who have these little in-office in, in seminars, okay? Right. So that's one of the best ways. So if, you, if, you got, if, you're, if you're a dentist or in that kind of thing, hey, bring people in. Talk to them about Invisalign. Talk to them about whatever it is you have to offer. Uh, I work with, obviously, a lot of financial advisors who are doing dinner seminars and things like that. So that's what my focus is now, and it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I'm living um, my passion, so it's great. Yeah, and you can really tell by the enthusiasm with which you speak about it. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it because I just know the impact that, that learning how to sell, and, and it's so interesting. There's so many business owners that have such a negative connotation around selling, right? right. Um, yeah. That, And it's because of all of the garbage, all of the old-fashioned, hardcore closing techniques that are still being taught today, which are highly ineffective, uh, mm -hmm. especially for keeping customers in the long term. Right. And, and they just feel creepy. They just feel lousy to use, right? So the dentist wants to be a dentist. He doesn't want to be a salesperson. The right. financial advisor, well, he may want to be a salesperson, right? But <laughs> the, the point is they want to be professionals. And so how can you present in a way where you actually engage the customer and client, get them to buy, close the sale, but at the same time, uh, do it in a subtle way that is uh, integrity-based as opposed to, hey, I'm going to really hard close, core close this person. That's what I teach. Yeah. Maybe let's talk about some of the things that allowed you to sell $300,000 and sure. $570,000. I mean, to some people, this will, their own mindsets and stuff, uh, that, that sounds like, you know, it's probably five or six years salary for some people listening to this. Uh, so you know, and this is, this is real. So yeah, you know, no, maybe, this, this is definitely real. Now I don't yeah. want to give the impression that I made 570. No, right, right, right. Okay. I, I sold 570. <laughs> yeah. Like when I sold 300,000, I made 150,000. Right? right. Right. I don't want to give the wrong impression. It's still, they're, they're still really, really big numbers, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But, but it really, it really comes down to this concept, which we started with about one to many selling. Mm -hmm. So, if I'm selling one-to-one, -one, right? If I'm right. selling one-to-one, -one, I'm limited to how many people I can sell to. 
right, right. in a day. If I can put together a webinar or a live streaming presentation or get in front of a group of my ideal prospects, right, and mm-hmm. gather my ideal prospects together, I can then create a presentation which sells to the masses, sells yeah. to all of them. And so I'm now I'm making money uh, for lack of an elegant term in big chunk, right? Yeah. I'm creating a sales stampede. I'm creating a, a bit filling up my appointment books for the entire month with a single presentation. Right. Right. And so that's the power of one to many selling. There's there's three major aspects to this. Number one is obviously the, the, the generation of leads. How do you get people to watch your presentation? whether it's a webinar, a teleseminar, or an in-person, whatever it is, or your right. video, whatever it is. Okay, so you gotta, you gotta know how to generate leads. We've talked a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. The second is the actual presentation itself. What is the structure of your presentation? And I do have a gift for your um, listeners that awesome. actually gives them my structure. I mean, like literally my slide-by-slide structure every time I create a presentation. Sweet. So, what, what is the structure um, of your presentation? And then, of course, it's the actual, how do you present it? So, quite frankly, there's a number of people out there who are, I will say, modeling me now, mm-hmm. modeling me and giving away uh, their templates, their structure for their presentation. Mm-hmm. And that's not really the be-all and end-all, though, because now I need to know how to present it, right? I right. have the proper structure, but if I don't present it properly, it's going to come across not well. So let's take the magic example, right? right. I could learn the mechanics of doing the trick. And, and as you know, mm-hmm. there, uh, there's a lot of magicians who are really good mechanically, but they can't entertain worth crap. Right? <laughs> yes. They don't know how to, they don't know how to present, right? Yeah. So if you don't present it right, you're not going to close. But the biggest piece of advice I could give you um, and give your listeners in the, the very limited time we have left is this. Um, the late Stephen Covey said, but begin with the end in mind. And that's where you start with your presentation. You, most people, when they create a presentation, start at the beginning and work their way through it. No, you start at the end. You start with your offer. You create your offer first. I mean, incomplete. You create your clothes, everything that you're selling, and you create that, and then you loop back around. Because here's the thing. Everything in your presentation that you say, every gesture you make, everything that you do needs to lead to that sale, needs to lead to the offer. And so if you begin at the beginning and you don't know what your offer is, then you can't construct your presentation so it leads to the sale. It makes it very natural for people to want to buy. And so where do you come up with an irresistible offer? Well, you come up with the irresistible offer by getting deep inside your prospect's heads, not just surface level, not just, okay, you're selling a how to make money product, not just that the prospect wants to make money, but rather what do they really, really want on a deep emotional basis? Right. right. And, and if you, and when you, not if you, cause there's a, there's strategy for getting to that. And when you get to that, you get to that core, and then you construct an offer which gets them what they really want on the deepest emotional level, that offer becomes almost irresistible. And one final thing on this, I get all excited about talking about this. <laughs> no, you're great. For hours, but um, is this, people don't sell people what you think they need. Don't sell people what you think they should want. Right. Sell people what they want. Find out what they want, not what you want to sell them, not even what they need, but what they want. Right. Right. So for example, when I'm selling a coaching program, what almost everybody needs, me, you, everybody is the mindset aspect, right? So we need yeah. a coach um, or a program that's going to help us with the mindset, right? Yeah. All of that. 
But that's really, really, really tough to sell unless very, you're Tony Robbins. Very, yeah. Really tough to sell. But they need it, right? Yeah. So I don't sell that when I'm selling a coaching program. I say, hey, we're going to get together three times a year. We're going to work on your business. We're going to create marketing materials, lead generation materials. We're going to look at different funnels that are working, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm selling because that's what people want. And then, though, guess what happens at the meeting? Yeah, we do all of that, but <laughs> then we also do the mindset. Yeah. That's right. So here's what you do. You create an offer around what people want, what they ardently desire. And then as you deliver what they want, you also give them what they need. Right. Beautiful. Excellent. Very good advice. Very good advice. Timeless advice, you know, yeah. and uh, that's, a, that's an amazing, uh, amazing concept that people hopefully can grasp. You know, maybe talk a little bit in a little time we have uh, remaining that, you know, if you were starting uh, from scratch, today, you know, and probably you're just going to go straight into, uh, for you, just go straight into what you're doing now, I presume, you know, what, what sort of things looking back were like maybe stumbling blocks or, or dead end roads you drove down so you can shorten the learning curve for people listening to this? Man, that's a great, that is an awesome question. That's one of the best questions I've been asked. No, thank uh, you. And yeah, and, and, and here's my answer. And it's going to sound all airy fairy, but it's, it's the truth. <laughs> right. And that is really follow your heart. Right. Um, so I danced around my passion for years. It wasn't until my, I knew when I was eight years old, what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I let all of the BS that other people told me influence me to such a degree that I never went for it until way later in life. So do what you want to do. <laughs> go for it. There has to be a reason that you're going to the market, right? There's mm -hmm. got to be a reason. Why are you in the market? What 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 are you going to provide that someone else is not already providing? But but follow that passion. And once you really have it, I'll tell you one of my biggest, the biggest mistake that I've made that I'm only honestly rectifying now. Okay. Here it is. Jumping from one thing to the next thing to the next. Gotcha. Okay. So... I knew, I always knew that I wanted to be uh, a professional magician. I did that. And then I fell in love with information marketing, which I love even more than magic. Mm -hmm. And I was very successful selling to other entertainers, right? Mm -hmm. And then I took that model and I tried different things. And so, and so I became the, the email guy. So for a little while, I was the email guy. I was selling email courses. And mm -hmm. then I became uh, the, the guy that teaches people information marketing. And then I went to something else. I never stuck with, mm -hmm. hey, what, I, what, what am I really freaking good at? Like, right. what am I the best on the planet at, right? right. I never asked that question, hmm. right? I went to whatever I thought was hot. This is like a big damaging admission, <laughs> all right? But it's yeah. the truth. It's the truth. And I think a lot of people do that. And so today, I focus on one thing, one thing only, which is teaching people to sell, specifically how to sell one-to-many because I'm the best on the planet at it, right. right? And so I'm not teaching lead generation. Could I teach lead generation? Sure. Yeah, but am I the best on the planet at it? No, there's people way better than me at that. Mm -hmm. There's no one better than me at selling one to many, right? There's nobody. Right, right. And so, and there's nobody that incorporates what he used in his mind reading show into it, right? right. Uh, into the presentation. So it's really figure out what you're really good at 
right? What you mm-hmm. want to do, by the way, you don't, uh, you, I, 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 I had the good fortune of um, having um, lunch, speaking on stage, but also having lunch with Barbara Corcoran uh, right. from Shark Tank. Yeah. And we were talking, we had a, she's really, really cool. Um, it, we had a private lunch and we were, we were sitting there talking and she said, she said this one thing. She said, passion is really overrated. Mm. She said, everyone's passionate when they get started, right? right? Everyone's passionate when they get started and thing, but then when they hit the roadblocks, that passion wanes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's not necessarily passion that you need, but a strong desire, a strong desire. And for most people that are listening to this though, they do have a passion. They do have something that they want to accomplish mm-hmm. and go for that. What, what, what are we waiting for? Right. Yeah. What are, what are we waiting for? What, <laughs> what, what's going to change, right? Now is the time to do it. Now, I'm not saying quit your job and all of that, but I'm saying go for it. My, my favorite all-time motivational speaker is Jim Rohn, right. you know, and he says, find the thing that keeps you up late and gets you up early, that keeps you up late because you're so excited and gets you up early nice. and, 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 and do that thing. That those were I, there's a whole bunch of different stuff there, but if I had to say the stumbling blocks, that was it. Not going for it earlier, right. not understanding that marketing and selling is really the foundation of a successful business. Yeah, right, one hundred percent. And and then jumping from thing to thing to thing, as opposed to laser-like focus, which I have now. Very very good examples uh, from your own life, and I'm sure people will. Uh... Can, can relate because I can listen to you. I can relate it to exactly what you're talking about. I mean, many of the same right, things. I know you can. <laughs> myself, exactly the same things. Eerie. Dave, you know, it's been great having you on the show. If people want to get in touch with you, and I know you mentioned you had something for our listeners, so maybe uh, you yeah. can just give the roll down of all that stuff. Yeah, it's really cool. So if you're interested in one-to-many selling and in using ethical mind control, you know, my big hook is I can teach you how to sell more of your products or services in a day than you now do all year with a single presentation. <laughs> um, and I can. Um, I awesome. just, one of my clients, Michael Rosbrook, uh, sold $400,000 worth of his product uh, with one live video broadcast that we put together for him. So we yeah. really can is, yeah, so we really can do that. But if you're interested in one-to-many selling, then um, you can download my seven-figure sales presentation template. Uh, literally, there's nothing. I go through slide by slide by slide what should be on every slide in the proper order. You can download that if you just go to DaveD.com. That's D-A-V-E-D-E-E.com. And then I also send out a, a daily email. They're fun. They're entertaining. But they really contain really cool secrets. Um, about how to close sales uh, in, again, in an ethical, non-salesy way. There's free video training. And if you're, if you're a subscriber, and you will be once you download the template, mm-hmm. I do a lot of free trainings uh, for my folks and things like that that's not available unless you're on my list. So go download the template at davey.com. And more importantly, more importantly, use the template. <laughs> Just don't download it. Actually, Implement. Actually use it Yeah. <laughs> so you can get results. That's great. And that's amazing. And that's, uh, you know, and I have downloaded template myself. I am on Dave D's list. Everything you just said is 100% accurate. And I just really want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show and uh, educate and entertain our audience. Man, I had a great time. Thank you so much for inviting me. All right. Just stick on the line for a bit there. And for everyone else listening to this, of course, uh, that was fantastic. You should uh, listen to that many, many times because there's a lot of little nuggets in there that you may have uh, glossed over upon first listen. Uh, And hopefully we'll be back with another, you know, as entertaining and educational guest next week on the podcast. And if you want copy that converts on time, guaranteed, 
then just head over to makewordspay.com slash copy and get on my waiting list. I've recently opened it up again to new clients. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more. Oh,